0: You're listening to Rhema for Today.
1: But one thing I'm sure of, blessed be God, God's best and God's greatest and everything God has is at our disposal by the claim of faith. We don't have to wait for a divine intervention which may happen or may not happen. We don't have to wait for God to initiate something. Thank God he's already initiated something, really, but I mean initiate something in a special way.
0: You're listening to Rhema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kennethy e. Hagen.
1: Men are healed by hearing and speaking words. I want to get that over to you. That's the way you get healed, is by hearing and speaking words. Now, many wait for the intervention of divine sovereignty or for God to initiate something on his own, which, of course, he does occasionally. But that's not God's ordinary way of doing things. Now, for instance, I'll show you what I mean when I say the intervention of divine sovereignty or a God just doing something on his own. Turn back over to John's gospel, the fifth chapter, for just a moment. John's gospel, the fifth chapter. We'll start with the very first verse. John's gospel, the fifth chapter. The very first verse. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. And in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, a blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. Now you see, God just did that on his own. If he wanted to, he could. He didn't have to ask me whether he could or not. And he didn't have to ask you. That's what we mean by the intervention of divine sovereignty or God initiates something on his own. The first person that stepped into that pool after the angel troubled the water was healed, or whatever it is, he didn't make any difference what he had. Make any difference who it was, if it was a grown person or a child. Make any difference whether it's a man or a woman. It w- didn't make any difference, as we would say, whether they were saved or unsaved. Doesn't make any difference whether it's pretty or ugly. Didn't make any difference of what color the skin were. Didn't make any difference whether he's rich or poor. Just the first one he had got God, and that's the only one. That's the only one. And, and, and you'll find out when, when God uh, initiates things on his own, and, and there is an intervention of divine sovereignty, very often that's the way it is. But you say, why? I don't know. If I was a- doing it, I can tell you why, but I'm not the one that's a- doing it. Are you listening to me? He is. Then we'll get another picture of what I'm talking about if you'll just turn back to the 4th chapter of Mark's Gospel. The 4th chapter of Mark's Gospel. And we'll read, start reading with the 36th verse. The 4th chapter of Mark's Gospel. We'll start reading with the 36th verse. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship, And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillar. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose, and rebuked the wind, and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And there was a great calm. The wind ceased, and there was a great calm. Now notice, and he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Now he's questioned the fact why they didn't have faith, because he had said, Let us pass over to the other side. He didn't say, Let's go halfway and sink. No, this miracle didn't happen because they had faith, because he said, Why is it you have no faith? It wasn't the disciples' faith. The Lord just did it on his own. I said he just did it on his own. Well, God does that sometimes. And uh, you, 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 you don't wonder why almost sometimes. Many people wait for something like that. That might happen or it may not happen. I don't know. Nobody else knows. But one thing I'm sure of, blessed be God, God's best, And God's greatest and everything God has is at our disposal by the claim of fate. We don't have to wait for a divine intervention, which may happen or may not happen. We don't have to wait for God to initiate something. Thank God he's already initiated something, really. But I mean initiate something in a special way. Now turn back and we'll get another illustration of what I'm talking about. I think you'll see clearly. Turn back to the 14th chapter of Matthew and we'll start reading with the 25th verse. Matthew chapter 14, start reading with the 25th verse. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boasters, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? It wasn't Peter's faith that saved him. He had a little faith, enough to go for a while, but then he started sinking. It's just the Lord, through his own kindness and goodness, divine sovereignty did something. Amen. Right on the other hand, there's been a lot of people that's drowning that said, oh, Lord, saved me and went ahead and drowned. Amen. Amen, that's the truth. You see, there's something about God initiating something on his own that none of us understand is a mystery about it. If you could understand all about God, he'd cease to be God. You don't even understand all about humans, much less God. Why try to figure him out? <laughs> amen, isn't that right? Amen. Just accept him, praise God as God. Let him tend to his business and you tend to yours. Can you say amen? What I'm saying to you is that we all know, like in the case there of the angel troubling the water, of one God healed, just one, just one, the first 20, God initiates some things on his own sometimes in the areas of healing. In the case of instilling the water and the storm cease. In the case of saving people and miracles, God initiates some things on his own sometimes. In the case of saving Peter here, That's not God's ordinary way of doing things. His ordinary way of doing things is us believing Him. Taking Him at His word. That's the reason He gives us His word. So we can have faith. For faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. The word of God will produce faith. And so many are waiting. Waiting for the intervention of God. The intervention of divine sovereignty. For God to initiate something. Which he may or he may not. But I'll tell you one thing about it. God's best and everything that God has for us is at our disposal by the claim of faith. I remember down in Texas a number of years ago, down in East Texas, there's a dear lady on the bed of sickness. Cancer, terminal cancer, bed fast, bed fast, terminal cancer. Medical science have done all they could do. She has to die. I was holding a meeting in the vicinity. This lady was not a member of the church where I was preaching, but she had, that pastor had visited her and she wanted me to come to pray for her. I went with the pastor one day. Well, I always looked to the Lord to see if he would initiate anything. If he would say something. Never said anything. I never had any kind of manifestation. Well, what can you do if the Lord doesn't initiate something? Well, you can give people the word. You can put the word into them, get them to believe God. And if you get them to believe God, then you can agree with them, praise God. And that's what I began to do. Well, no, no, she wasn't interested in trying to believe anything. There's just somebody somewhere that's going to heal her, some man. I said, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, sister, but really there's no man anywhere that could heal you or anybody else. No man that could do it. Well, I'll just lie here and hope that they will. I said, well, you'll die in hope then, because she did. Now I went further west in Texas just a little while after then. And here was another woman that was bedfast with terminal cancer. Bed fast, dying. She can't feed herself. She can't get up. She's tied to that bed. And as we prayed, there was a manifestation of Spirit. The Lord didn't initiate something. Now, I can't initiate it. I'm not God. But I heard the Lord speak to me and told me to do something. He said, just go stand at the head of the bed and say, come out, you spirit of doubt and fear. I went to the head of the bed and said, Come out, you spirit of doubt and fear in the name of Jesus. And the woman rose up shouting and jumped out of bed, and she couldn't get out of bed, and was healed and went out in the backyard and sat down and had watermelon with us in the afternoon. <laughs> Glory to God. But the Lord initiated something on his own. Now I'd be a fool to everybody that's got cancer. Say, Well, that's the way to do it. I found out how to do it. Just cast the spirit of fear and doubt at every one of them. No, no, that may not be the problem with the others the Lord don't tell you, well, what are you going to do? Put the word into them. There's a connection between the word. Men are healed. People are healed by hearing and saying words. Hallelujah. Are you listening to me?
0: You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources, including the message you've just heard. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G now. Let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen.
2: Hey, this time we have what I call the confession series. Yes. And it's my book. I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Mm-hmm. And then dad's Four CDs on confession. That's right. And actually, that's what I've been talking about is confessing God's Word. When you see yourself the way God sees you, then you confess the Word of God. Absolutely. Normally, that would be $42.95. But you're saving $18, and it's only twenty-four ninety-five, and that's 42% off. That's right. And I want you to have this because... I, I know the book, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit will that's help high. you. I told my sister that I, I had that book and she said, well Ken, that's, you've lived by that all your life and that has, that's always been my motto. <clears throat> I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. I did it in the natural, and it's true in the spiritual. You know, honey, I can't tell you how many times we quote this uh, this, this saying. This saying, saying. yes. You know, when circumstances come our way, situations come our way, we just boldly declare, I cannot be defeated, and I will not quit. And I'll tell you what, this will help you uh, to make those confessions as well. This is a great series. There's four CDs in here. This is really, really a great series. You are going to want to get this, so go right now to your computer. That's right. (laughs) And and order this.
0: Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. rhema Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rema for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.